I have a toddler. And this is Revirginized, the unofficial fan podcast for HBO Max's And Just Like That, which is another Sex in the City story. We are Candace and Jane, and today we'll be navigating through Season 1, Episode 7. But first and foremost, before we get into that, Jane and I really, really want to thank everyone who's tuned in to our live after show on Wednesdays using the stereo app. Thank you guys very much. We've been having such an awesome time hosting them, laughing, going back and forth, re-going through your tweets and just getting into all of that good stuff. And so we really do appreciate you all. We just want to let you guys know from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. And Jane, how are you feeling? The last time that we got on our podcast, we were both actually very sick. Oh. And I know you were planning a trip. So talk to me. How are you feeling? Are you ready for this trip? It's somewhat soon. How's it well, going? I'm feeling better than the when we were recording last week because I <laughs> felt so I was I was really feeling sick that time. And even though the yeah. symptoms weren't so strong. I was like, oh, you know when you're just moody because you're sick? That's how I oh, was. Oh, yeah. Sick. Now I'm not sick. I don't feel sick anymore. But I do have this disgusting cough that I'm trying to get rid of. Oh, <laughs> it's annoying. It's annoying. It's always something, right? Like, once you get over the symptoms, like the fever, the migraine, the body aches, you're left with phlegm or a cough. Like yeah, something just stays. But you were also sick back then. How are you feeling now? I was. I mean, as you already know, Jay, I'm a school teacher. And yeah. I teach five-year-olds, so I mean, it's just a hotbed for infection. I mean, <laughs> it, it really is. Like, some of my kids quarantine, they come back, the other app is quarantine. So I do feel a little bit better. My voice, um, like, my throat and everything is still not a thousand percent. I do still have a little bit of a headaches, but you know what? I love what I do. I love getting on this podcast. I yeah. love talking everything and just like that, slash Sex in the City. So this actually makes me feel a little bit much better. I agree. Um, because, you know, there's always going to be a COVID scare. This oh, is just the time yeah. we live in. I have I one today. I agree with you on that one. Regardless of how sick we are, I, I think we'll just make it here. You know what I mean? I think That's it'll make us feel better to be here. And and also, you know, we're planning all these trips oh. that I feel like just the anticipation, the Girl. planning, it, the ins and outs, the do's and don'ts. So what are we going to do? Where are we going to stay? I feel like all of that just puts us in a better mood. <laughs> yeah, I like I said before, I'm going to be traveling for the for the last half of January and then I'm going to be traveling for the first half of February or most of February. <laughs> so, I'm just getting prepared for these trips. I was glad that I got sick now rather than while I'm yeah. traveling. So, as I'm recovering, I'll be like, "Okay, perfect," cuz I it, the possibilities of me getting sick during these trips, which are back to back to back, is a, a lot less than what they would have been if I had not gotten sick. Um, yeah. Aren't you taking a trip too? I Okay, so yes. So one thing about me, I do everything in advance. That's just my tourist brain. Oh, girl, that's, that's one of us because I, I do not. <laughs> like, it's weird. When it comes to birthday trips, I, I, I most, let me, let me backtrack. I mostly do everything in advance because there are some times when I'm like, texting my friends and I'm like hey listen so I know this is like tomorrow but can we plan something for tomorrow right like be at the airport and oh, just yeah, make me. it happen but more often than not especially for my birthday I do things in advance because 
I'm really nice. I make my birthday events open to everyone. Aww. You know, I want people to come. I want them to enjoy it. And as always, every year, you know, I always get hit with, I don't have the money. I don't have this. So yes. I try to be as, I try to be as in advance as I can. So everybody can get their money up. And one of the places that I'm planning is Spain. You know, mm. I'm dying to go to Spain. Beautiful. I feel like once you're in Spain, it's so easy to get to France. I can get to Italy. I can get to wherever else I want to go in Europe. And so I've been planning the Spain trip forever and something always happens. So girl, that is really nice that you're able to plan this so much ahead because the only thing I'll agree with you is that I plan my birthdays ahead of time. I think the only <laughs> thing I had for this year was my birthday. And then we kind of just last minute out of the blue planned everything else because I'm going to be upstate next week for work. And then from that, I'm going to go to Kentucky for other reasons out of all places, literally from kentucky i'm gonna go straight to italy so that's gonna be like back to back to back and as as great as it seems to be traveling it, it gets exhausting and for those people who have I'm known sure. me for a while know that i get exhausted do you get like do you get really moody i don't get moody i'm not a moody person but i'm the type that i'll need to be locked in my apartment for a, a few days just to recover yeah from the just to recover few weeks yeah. yeah no absolutely oh my goodness kentucky you know you say kentucky and i think of like you know cowboy boots cowboy <laughs> hat, maybe you're shooting oh gun no we're Let shooting at like rattlesnakes no <laughs> my big city friends always say, so kentucky is a way oh a, a place i always go back to for certain reasons but yeah. um Every single time I tell one of my friends that I'm going to Kentucky, I have this this friend named Gio, and every time I tell him I'm going over there, he's like, "Are you gonna Are you gonna like go hunting? Are you gonna go right? Like, are, are you, you gonna, gonna open a farm?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> Kentucky. Listen, Kentucky is a beautiful state. It has Louisville in it, which is a city that I love so much. But oh, I'm yes. very much attached to that state. And anyone who's not been to Kentucky, I recommend to just spend a weekend there. It's going to change your mind. Kentucky, you're right you know one of the artists that i listen to he's from louisville i never like put together louisville kentucky yeah kentucky, you know i just i you gotta just, give it a chance that song we were hunting bears right like <laughs> and i just think like that's what you're gonna be doing out there you know <laughs> you know godspeed out there you know if you're hunting shit you know um but no that sounds really exciting i gotta yeah. i gotta actually travel more in the states i always say that one of my things is to do like a road trip right like you would yeah you'll love it i can see you doing that you would love drive it drive from state to state as long as i have like my pills because for somebody who enjoys being in a car i get extreme motion sickness oh and, um, yeah that can mess it up <laughs> like it's a hot ass mess day it is a hot ass mess i have all these plans for myself and i'm like how sway like how am i gonna make this happen um and so yeah so i'm excited i think april is pretty far away to see you know how Spain is gonna happen. Oh no, it's not, girl. April is around the corner. Right? No, don't say that. Once you don't think say about that it, because I already know I'm gonna get a few it, text messages. January's gone. February will be gone. It, it's the shortest month of the year, and then you'll have March come in and it'll breeze through, and then you're at April and you're, you're like, wait a minute, where did time go? When when you say it that way, oh my goodness, I am going to be 30 again. Oh my. In like three months. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy well hopefully 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 there will be so much more that you know we can give our fans you know we do only have three episodes left but yeah 
But hopefully we make the best of it. And this is not the end of everything. And on that note, Jay, what are you saying? Should we dip, should we dig into this already? Let's kick it off. And Let's guys, kick it off. follow us on Twitter, Revirginized underscore FP. And tune into yeah. our after show on the Stereo app. And we are at Carrie's apartment, looking in from outside the window as the seasons go by. And uh, Carrie is writing again. I actually love seeing her back on the front of the window, typing her life away. And it was interesting because I almost wanted to hear her voice. You know, like classic Carrie from Sex and the City. Yeah. She types and you have the narration. That would have been cute. I kept waiting for some narration while she was typing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not doing that in this one. <laughs> Did you notice how I counted six seasons going by? But I counted 18. The- so we're in the episode they go it's been three months or something since, since the last impossible i'm impossible. like there was a spring there was a fall but there was another spring there was a winter i'm yes. like what wh- where's this i don't i didn't really understand it she um, went by 18 seasons and so i don't understand how we're at another three month jump again first of all really me and you did. are still trying to come back from the last three month jump <laughs> that they lost from us like give us our three months back and we cut from her writing her book to her meeting with her publisher amanda they're talking about the book and amanda says i loved it i just have one note here we (laughs) go always and that note is bigger than the love that she has for the book because she is asking her well aren't you gonna date again i mean that's so insensitive too i just have to say like honestly what the hell does that have to do with the book she stated all of these great things like it's so raw i mean i might be paraphrasing there but you get what i mean like it's (laughs) you know it was emotional it was this and honestly sometimes that's just enough because i feel like that's such a slap in the face yeah so can you give them a glimmer of hope no there is no glimmer of hope there is no light at the goddamn tunnel i'm not giving you anything like that from a pr point of view i understand where she's coming from where she's like well your fans know you from this however she's nowhere near that stage anymore she's out of it she graduated from all of it she went into marriage she graduated into widow it's it's a lot that has happened and i think she should have had the opportunity to publish the book as is i think so too and you know you're right like i do get where they're coming from but it's like damn everybody just wants her to move on so fast i've never lost a husband but obviously yeah. loss is lost like that's hard you don't just True. go right back into the scheme of things but you know this is Sex in the City, so... That is very, very true. She bumps into Amanda again at the coffee station, and they're talking about the cover of the book. I think um, at this point, Carrie's a little more hesitant after their conversation of what the book might need, and she's telling her, well, maybe the book it is too heavy. And Amanda, like ugh, like a publisher that she is, like she's like, publisher. well, I pitched this over to the Old Press Book Club, and they <laughs> love it. And, of course, that's how you catch a writer. That's how you catch an author. That's how you catch a creator. And you yep. tell them that, hey, I pitched it, and people love this, so we have to do this. And, well, Carrie kind of gave in, and she said, well, I'll try it. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Oh, she definitely gave in. I mean, honestly, even when I heard her say, oh, yeah. Oprah's book club. I even did a double take. I'm like, oh, Oprah's book club. I okay, you that's a little different. It. Like, I can write, I can write like a sentence because I love how she's like, you know, it doesn't have to be anything really big. I'm yeah. not asking for a chapter. I'm just asking for a little bit of something. 
Yeah, oh even God, if a I'm sentence. Like, that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get a sentence. Absolutely. And then we cut over to Charlotte and Lisa at the tennis court. And Love they are them. preparing to beat these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's love. exactly how they say it. Uh, and I love it because it comes to these senior ladies and they're like <laughs> ready to, to take them on. And uh, yeah, they're just playing them on in the court. First of all, I loved LTW's Fendi. I thought it was so cute. I mean, they came ready. They came ready to slay. And, and, and I love the way they're so like cutely competitive. They're like, yeah. yo, you got this? I got this one. Move. Keep your eye on this. You keep your eye on here. Like, it is so friendly fire. I love it. I, I really I do like it. I like their little relationship. It just hit me. I don't know how parallel my life is to this damn show. I hope it's not too parallel because it would be bad writing in my life. But when Miranda did the the drunk uh, purchase, I remember doing the, my drunk purchase for my trip. And I didn't speak to you about this before, but I just started playing tennis, uh, Candace. <laughs> I am I, I, I'm, I'm going out with this new guy and he plays tennis Ooh. and I've always been wanting to play tennis and I bought a I literally have the racket here on the table and two days ago for the first time in my life I went out to play tennis how was it? I've always wanted to play tennis I but I'm like I loved it the thing is I've been wanting to play it for so long and he was like well I play tennis you've been wanting to play tennis let's go play tennis I loved it it was an amazing day oh wow that's so awesome I'm glad yeah I'm glad. have you guys played against anybody else yet or no no I played against him and he's gonna hate listening to this but I kind of whooped his ass <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'll keep you guys posted on how that goes um but at the end of the match they end up winning Charlotte and Lisa so they were like you know doing a little celebration you know i loved it i loved it, it I, you know really when cute. they're on screen everything's better like the show for me is better when i see charlotte and ltw and who would have thunk that charlotte would be like the saving grace right like i've always loved her but who would have thought when i saw her it'll just make everything so much more better in the yeah. sex in the city realm of the whole entire storyline i absolutely agree um and from here, we go over to Miranda, who is at the market. And this is more specifically the 14th Street Market. We all know it. Yes. Um, <laughs> we all know exactly where it's at. Uh, is it, it's Bryant Park, right? No, Union Union Square. Union Square. There you go. Um, And she is on the phone with Steve, who can't hear her. And Jesus she Christ. bumps, she bumps into Dr. Nia Wallace with with her husband Andre Rashad. Um, they introduce each yeah, other. Yeah, you gotta say the whole thing together, Andre Rashad. Yeah. <laughs> and they, she introduced them to each other. They have this. Uh, I thought it was an awkward kiss, but Miranda thought it was an amazing, passionate. I thought kiss, it was awkward whatever. too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, when Andre kissed um, Naya, I was like. <laughs> something it's weird about that production thing. of that kiss but it is what it is and that's when um naya tells miranda that she got her period meaning she's Indeed, not pregnant that was really sad you know and i do like the fact that they've been bonding over opening up to each other a little bit of sadness because i do like her friendship with miranda yeah and they're like the perfect pair right one is they're, they're both equally strong but they know how to balance each other out but I felt so bad because it's like, what do you even say to someone going through something like that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, you can you can tell how it's just so frustrating. But I do love how supportive Miranda is with her. I actually really did enjoy the scene up until you know Steve got there. Oh my God! So here's where here's where it all goes left. So all the way Steve left. comes over to Miranda after Naya had introduced 
uh, Miranda to Andre. And it, there's a parallel here because they, they are trying to, in our minds, have us compare them to each other. They're having this cute little Andre B, so, so nice and witty. And then they're bringing yep. us elderly Steve with the doofishness and the nerdiness and the geekiness. And, and the grumpiness. And, and, and it, it was unsteve like yes um so i i i wasn't buying into it but it, it it was this he went on this rant about he lost his wallet he had to go back and it painted him in such a horrible light it and like did. i said last episode i think they're trying to have us fall out of love with him and this is what they're doing to do that no but they you know honestly this is not the way to do it this is not the way to do it first of all we are never going to fall out of love with steve and i need everybody listening to understand and please hear what I'm saying. We are never going to fall out of love with Steve. I don't care that he had a slip up. I don't care what anybody says about Steve. I'm not here for it. Now, that being said, I think it was so unlike him that I'm like, wow, you guys really couldn't just turn on the charm a little bit. And you're right. They do want us to fall a little bit out of love with him because they want to make way for something else. But we'll get to that, you know, as we go through. I hated the grumpy Steve. Right? Yeah, like, I... We already have geriatric Steve. We have Steve <laughs> who, you know, is almost... I I'm sure he has a cataract coming. By episode 10, he's like almost blind. Now he's grumpy? Come on. Lady, 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 lady. I'm with you on that one. And from here, we jump over to the ladies at dinner. And the ladies this time are Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte and Seema um and I I in my notes I'm looking at it and I have to say it but my cringe was being Samantha's replacement because Ugh. there was something about the vibe that they tried to have Seema uh, exude that was very Samantha like yep. and it it just it didn't hit the mark it didn't it didn't Good give catch. us anything uh, I think Seema was very coy in the scene there was nothing out there that and nothing said Seema and nothing said Samantha. So whatever their aim was, regardless of whether it was to replace Samantha in this dinner or to bring Seema into the girls, it was not doing it. So they're talking about Carrie uh, going back to dating and she hesitantly says that she will. Good old Carrie. I think she's trying to be a good sport. And so Seema, you know, set up this profile for Carrie. That's I also intrusive. Thought that, that, I thought that was too much. It was way too much. Like, you just got here. You know, like, you, you literally just got here. But anyways, you know, they're 55. I guess things are acceptable. <laughs> um, she sets up the dating app. And Carrie is very adamant that it's just something chill, right? Like, she's not looking for anything sexual. You know, yeah. her mind is not there at all. This is just, as she called it, like, you know, to be like a stocking stuffer, which was kind yeah. of interesting. I, I, don't, I don't know if I like that, like, metaphor. But... But, you know, she's basically... Well, no, she said that because Amanda told her that she wanted the book to be a stuffy, yes. a, a talking stuffer yes. for Yes, you're right, you're right, you're and right. And then she's like, I'm only doing this because I want to be a stocking stuffer. You're and right. And then in reference to the book. Cover writing, cover piece. <laughs> you are so right, you are so right. From this, from the dinner, we have Miranda and Carrie walking down 6th Avenue. By the way, I knew it was 6th Avenue. I saw the 54th Street sign, and I was like, oh my God, I know this building. It was... Um, next to uh, next to the building where I used to work at when I first moved to New York. And I used to walk over Ooh. there to go to the Chase Bank to deposit the checks from work. So I recognized <laughs> it. I was like, oh, my God, they're walking down 6th Avenue and 54th. I know exactly where this is at. And um, Miranda asked Carrie, uh, no sex for you ever? Yeah, no, that's and, you know, I, I love it because, no, there's no sex 
And you know, my thing is, how can she really even think about sex? She was so wholeheartedly in love with Big. Like, I, I think Carrie, if she can re-virginize herself all over again. Ooh, say that again. <laughs> yes. She will probably re-virginize herself all over again. I don't I don't think we're gonna see sex. Well, you know what? You actually never know. I'm not yeah. gonna I'm At not this gonna point, we can't really predict too much, right? But that's where she's on. That's where her mental state is on. Yeah, which was and a I'm great with it. segue. Cause then Miranda lets her know that things are not better with Steve. And then she brings up on top of this that she's waiting on this unanswered text from Shay. Um oh, Jesus. I, I thought it was a little weird. Um, she did say I had the most transcendent sex of my life. <laughs> I, really? I still can't connect. I'm sorry. I know I've been on this for four episodes now, but I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet either. I'm I'm sorry, Jay. I have to say this because I was just, you know, on Instagram writing my feelings, writing my opinions. And basically in my head, I'm like, you guys want us to believe that she's so severely unhappy for decades as if the Brooklyn Bridge never happened. And then you're also trying to force on me that one of the most passionate moments of her life involved a finger banging with a stranger yeah. who she doesn't even really know. I, and I, I'm and, with and you. I was going to say something else, but I'll get into that a little bit after because I'm with you. I because think, I think calling it the most transcendent sex is a bit of a stretch, a huge stretch. Too, too much of a stretch, especially what, what happens next, which I know we're going to get into a little bit afterwards. And I'm going to repeat exactly what I just said. Then because <laughs> make it make it make sense. Yes. Um, and from this conversation, Carrie heads home and she opens up her dating app. And I guess that's when she makes peace with the fact that she is going to go on a date. You know, I am excited because as much as I as much as I'm on, on the whole board of, you know, Carrie's not trying to have sex, which is fine. That's you. That's great. I do still want to see her dating. I do. Um, I was very adamant about the whole fact that I think she is going to start dating. So I did enjoy knowing that this big date was happening and what was going to take place. And with all of that, Jay, I think it's time for us to take a little bit of a short break and we will be right back. All right. And we're back, and at Charlotte and Harry's place, uh, this is where Harry kind of invites himself to the next tennis match. Yes, they're so cute. I really love them so much. Hashtag the Golden Flats. They're the best. <laughs> and he's just like, you, you could tell he was brewing this like all day. He's like, yes, yeah, so, but you know, I was on the train with Herbert. <laughs> and she's like, so when does Herbert take the train? He's like, I don't know. He wants his street cred, right? Like, he's just baiting her a little bit. And like, so basically, yeah, how come we don't get invited to go play tennis? I think I know, we should right? be able to go play tennis. And I really, <laughs> I, I really like that because you could tell that it's something that he was really thinking about. And I love anytime somebody wants to spend more time with their spouse. Yeah, um, it was like he bumped into, into him and then he was like, Oh wait, they were they've been playing tennis, so we have to go to this. I wouldn't even put it beneath them to have talked about let's invite ourselves to the next tennis. Yes, that you know is what I mean? so dumb. And you know what I love too? <laughs> I love that Harry wasn't even looking at it in a sense of the guys versus girls, right? Like, oh yeah, invite us because we'll school you. Oh, maybe we have something to show, right? He yes. just wanted to play with his wife and be yeah. with another couple. And I I don't know. It's something about this couple that this friendship is just so organic. The way it's happening, 
I am so here for it. I love Herbert. I want to see him more on the screen. So I was like really excited when that happened. It was so cute. And and Charlotte was kind of like, mm, yeah, why not? You know, like <laughs> she was that's like, really? our thing, right? Like that's our thing. Like you go to work every day. You're a lawyer. I don't say anything to you. <laughs> this is our thing. But okay, why not? I liked it's it. Cute. And that they did. They went to play together. They're pushing each other to win. And um, there's this uh, little bit that um harry throws in there he's like um you know what this part of the court is called divorce alley because they're being so competitive so charlotte and um harry are playing lisa and herbert and this is when um harry trips over charlotte and he falls and it becomes a whole entire situation no f's given right there she's like listen i'm going to win this game because you know we're back at this nice friendly competition And she trips him, and he is so in his feelings. Like, so in his feelings. I don't know if when you hit your 50s, everything is just an emotional wreck. I know. But it's cute the way he even did it. And he's just like, "Um, Charlotte, you know, don't you think you owe me an apology, honey? Like, is there something you want to say? And I'm telling you, zero fucks given. She's like, "Um, no. Like, what do you mean? What do I have to apologize for? Like, I just won us this game and he will not let that go and it even causes a little bit of um a ruckus between them which honestly i enjoyed seeing because yeah. i never ever thought i would see miss charlotte york goldenblatt hit the iceberg and just start cussing it was so great i loved it i was <laughs> he here i was his here ass out. <laughs> because even in the last episode i remember i kind of dogged uh charlotte and harry a little because i was like well they're not a part of the the couple's conversation but if you heard the yeah. our after show you <laughs> yeah. heard us dissect every single one of these couples and charlotte and harry were one of them i will disagree with you entirely where i did not think it was cute the way he did it i thought it was so <laughs> unnatural i thought he just wanted an apology because the way he was demanding for this apology it made him look like one of those prick husbands that are like i can't do no wrong in this marriage but if you do some wrong you kind of have to apologize to me and the fact that it just never went away I, at that point i was like what harry which harry is this what's what's ah, rich going you know it's so crazy i didn't even stop to think about it like that but you know, now that you say that i think she gave some examples of times when he hasn't apologized to her right Ooh, she she took you, advantage of this situation she was like listen so i'm not i'm not apologizing and 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 with that part i was here for it i was here for charlotte just saying like uh fuck you and fuck yeah. your apology <laughs> like, i'm not doing that i am not doing that i'm here and you'll take it as it goes because that's not happening but from this <laughs> we go over to um naya and her husband are in the car and she receives a text from Miranda and the text reads over on CarPlay and it's about <laughs> how she's 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 saying she's sorry that she got her um her period, her period back so she's not pregnant and she's trying to like get rid of the text as it's reading it and Andre is like honey I already heard it like stop right and like there's nothing craziness. you can do I already heard it <laughs> she basically breaks and uh, avoids hitting this couple that was walking by with the baby a carriage yeah oh my god that was the funniest scene ever I mean it lives rent free in my head so they almost hit this couple <laughs> and this dad is just so livid that at this point he's like hey can you watch where you're going i have a toddler and he's like <laughs> banging on he's just like banging on the car door and here goes andre he was like hey whoa he was like no 
when you don't understand this, I have a toddler. Yeah, that was that was a power gay dad. That was yes. that that dad was like, I have my baby and you almost messed that up and I am about to let you know. And he just went on a rant. <laughs> I have a toddler. I have a toddler. You know who he reminded me of? Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Modern Family, but yes. that was such a cam moment. Like I Agreed. can see Cam saying that. And I was all for it. Like at that point, I'm looking at Andre. I'm like, Andre, can you just shut the fuck up? He has a toddler. <laughs> like, yeah. And then that it cuts. It, I think it kind of cuts attention a little bit because uh, Naya goes, well, he has a toddler. And then it yeah. kind of like it smoothens <laughs> out what they're feeling because now she's more apologetic. As, I'm sorry that I didn't tell you. You know, I'm sorry that you had to find out this way. So that was, I guess that was a, a cute little close to that situation, but yeah. also sad. But they made it in such a funny way, right? Like they, they actually they nicely took this sad little little story and they made it pretty comical. Um, yeah. You know, they gave it a little humor, which I thought was cute because everything was cute for me this episode. You know, shed a little light. Miranda and Steve are at home, Candace. They're oh, in yeah. the kitchen. And I guess you remember last episode when I said I kind of wanted her to use the crush on Che to kind of just fuck the shit out of, of Steve. And yes. be like, I'm just going to use that turn on to kind of boost yeah. my marriage. Well, I guess she had a thought about it in this one because she was horny. She was in the she, kitchen she and she approached Steve, who was very hesitant. He was a little resistant to he it. He was. Which is, I don't think it's That's not very like him. much Steve, but no. she tries what she can. And she, at some point, asks him to finger her in the kitchen. And that's where it kind of all turns left. I don't know. I don't know what's happening it here. It does. And, and that, but see, that scene is what kind of pisses me off about the market scene because that's the Steve we know, the playful Steve, who he's like, yeah, the one who's always so willing and he's so eager, like he's Miranda's yes boy, you know? And he was, and, and I thought it was cute because see, everything's cute. He was like, okay, I'm gonna wash my hands. So he goes to wash his hands and he tries to get her, you know, going and he tries to get into it, but I guess it just wasn't working. Well, you and know what? I'll give him the credit on this one because he didn't yeah. deny her. He didn't deny he did her of not. doing anything. He but didn't. at the same time, they are so rusty because they, like Miranda has been saying, they have not been having sex. So she kind of sprinkled this, like, as a surprise. She didn't even, like, she wasn't warming him up or anything. She wasn't, like, Nothing. you know, flirting. A little. She just went into, like, you know, finger me right now. And I can kind of understand <laughs> him being like, oh, shit. Then let me get ready. Let me get ready right now. So he's like, uh, let me wash my hands. and gonna. So you can see that she was turned off by everything that he was doing but she at the same was. time I give him I give him all the credit for the effort me too me too because it kind of also didn't make any sense right because we're being told that Steve is not the sexual person they haven't had sex even though in the first movie he was very sexual right like he yeah. needed that you yeah. could tell he needed that um and so we're being told he's not up for this but we're seeing that he's so willing right like and he's so ready so you know give her this finger <laughs> like he's so ready i do give him so much credit because even when she said you know oh forget it he was like wait are you sure he was like because you really had me going there and i'm like miranda take advantage of that situation yeah like, at that point he was like oh okay we're in it okay I'm, now I'm yes down. he was so present and it's like girl you've been saying that you you're missing this you really wanted okay so it started a little rusty but i mean now, like, get in it, right? Like, take him upstairs. Go I'll get that honest. lube. Like, go get what you're going to go get. 
And, I um, think her biggest turnoff was the fact that it wasn't Shay. Yes, that uh, yes, you literally read my mind. That's you know, and and you're saying something that's very noteworthy because at this point, I don't think there's anything he can do, right? Like I don't think there's much. He is not the person that she's attracted to at this yeah. moment. He's not the person that she's lusting, uh, w- which we see because she initiated it. He literally like broke away from the hot scene for like 10 seconds to wash his hands but that was all it took for her to be turned off yeah i don't think that i don't think that he was at fault of anything here he was very in the rhythm of what their marriage has been and yes you can see that he he the switch does kind of flick for him at some point he's like okay i have to do this like we're in the moment i have to do this right at that point it was so fast to where she was it was so fast to where her mind kind of split from it that she was already like, you know what? Let's. I, I'm. I'm done. I don't want to do this. It's too quick. It's just that you're not Shay, and this isn't Carrie's apartment, and we're not in the kitchen taking tequila shots. Yeah, I think it's very much. I. I will put this one on Miranda, and that's my opinion. No, it was. Yes, I, absolutely. I just feel like uh, she is just not there in this space when it comes to Steve anymore. So I feel like like we've been saying from day one, justice for Steve. Justice I don't think Steve, Steve is doing much wrong in this situation. So we will see, I guess, how that I mean, they're unfolds. 55. Here's the thing. We know the girls are 55. The men are a little bit older than the girls. Yes. So it's like, there comes a time when I feel like your body, science, like your libido is just maybe not there as yeah. much as it was. You True. know, and, and and like you said, I don't fault him at all. He was ready. It's all on her. So, Miranda, please stop complaining. I absolutely agree. And from here, we move over to Carrie. She's at her date with Peter. Yes. And with the burger lookalike. It was <laughs> it took me like a like a little of a of a about, wait a minute. Let me look at this a little better. Who's this? Right? Um, <laughs> but no, she's at this date with Peter, a new guy. And the date has an awkward start. You know, he tells her how this is her his first date after losing his wife. Yeah. Uh, which means she's a widow. He's a widower. And we're both in this space to where how are we going to make this better? And she's like, well, I think we need some drinks. I wish we could see what they were talking about. But they honestly had a good conversation because yes. it immediately goes from drinks to them stumbling outside, literally, the restaurant. And yeah. they're just laughing. And it's the first time that we've really seen Carrie just laugh. It is. Like, I think the combination, of, uh, the combination of the drinks and whatever conversation happened from yes. the drinks, I hope, I and, I and this is just me hoping, I hope that there were some jokes about losing your spouse. I hope that there were some <laughs> uh, insensitive <laughs> jokes about being a widow. I hope there's some insensitive jokes about how they're both in heaven and, and maybe they're on a date in heaven or something. And maybe right. those are the jokes that would have gotten her giggling and, and laughing like this because I did enjoy the fact that it, it, from an awkward start, it turned into this most probably enjoyable date. Yeah, no, it, it it really was. And, you know, he is very cute. He is. Like, he's very cute. And um, it literally goes from them laughing to instantly him vomiting all over. And Girl. <laughs> and then, <laughs> not the vomit. I think I, I think I even, because I saw the episode twice, and I even rewinded, and I think he got some on her shoe, which was enough like it instantly okay, caused the reaction okay okay let me address this this man throws up and i will admit this I'm, I'm confessing this right now i have been someone who has in the past very long ago thrown up from from alcohol 
But <laughs> the instinct when you throw up and someone's next to you is to turn over to the other side. Yes. This man throws up to the front, right? And he's grabbing <laughs> onto her. You can see that he's clearly grabbing onto her. Not only that, he leans over to her to continue <laughs> yes. to throw up. I'm yes, like, and it, it, it got on her foot. Oh my goodness. I think I think that forget the fact that he was throwing up, which caused her to throw because you know that happens, right? Yeah, yeah. You see absolutely. something disgusting, you throw up. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that there's vomit on her shoes, you don't come between those shoes, man. You just Girl. don't. Not for Carrie. I don't know what was I don't know what was the causing reaction. His vomit or the fact that he did it on her shoes which just made her regurgitate her entire life. I didn't understand. Instant turnoff. Instant. Instant. It really was. <laughs> it really was. I did not get the whole leaning over to her. Because he kept grabbing onto her, like holding onto her. Like, he I'm throwing up, but you have to stand here while I throw up. I'm like, yeah, Mr. Sir, that's not how you do this. That's at all. Mr. Sir. <laughs> yeah, that's not how you're supposed to do this. No, that is definitely not how you do this. But... On that note, we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back with more. And we cut back to the Wexleys hosting their school charity auction. And I I had a lot of questions from this, but the Elisa's doing this thing where she's not using the microphone and um Herbert seems to be annoyed by it and <laughs> it's it so much went down in this auction that just seeing scene by scene by cut by cut it was it was it was a lot and all the characters kind of came into their own little tension but that's the first cut we see it and, and uh Herbert's kind of telling her like speak into the microphone into, yeah he, at one point he wasn't even discreet <laughs> he was literally loud, like speaking to the microphone. Um, and you know, it's so interesting because she's so put together. She's so poised. She's so everything. She knows how to speak. She's eloquent. Look at me. I am just hyping her up because that's how great she is. I love and so her. It was interesting to see how she really struggled yeah. with like hosting, right? Because she does film. She does documentaries. I think it is. And you would think like this will come like so instantly to her. Yeah, but, but it also no. made me wonder why they did this to her because she seemed, it wasn't even about her being uh, uh, like, she's definitely not camera shy and she's no. not, not fun to be stage shy either. So to me, it was like, what was going on? It looked like she was uncomfortable about something, but they never really went into the story as to why. So I, I wasn't here for her like, like bombing on stage. Mm-hmm. Me neither. It didn't. It didn't quite fit because for everything that you're saying, right? Like you know, she's in the film industry, right? So you 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 know how to speak to people. You know yeah. how to like present yourself, and she just bombed. Like she had such a hard time. And then every time she would put the microphone down, and I'm like, nah, that's not you, girl. Like that's yeah, it not really you. wasn't. It really that's wasn't. But for this episode, it was. You know, they kind of get into a little bit of a a little rift over that. And, yeah, you know, I just didn't see, I, I didn't think that this would be the couple to to be at that place, to have that little spat. But during this <laughs> uh, auction, Harry continues to demand an apology, oh Candace. Oh my goodness. And honestly, I am loving Charlotte throughout the whole thing. She's over here like, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. I got to go help Harry. And he's just like, you see? You see how you said it like that? Yeah, no, I do see how I said it like that. Stop it because you're not going to get this apology. And she's just so graceful. She's just like betting on Lily's things, on Rock's things. And then she hits him with the listen. Women apologize every single day. I am not going to apologize 
for something that's not that big of a deal. And I think she starts hitting him, if I'm not mistaken, with these receipts. Like, you did this, Ooh, you did that, yes, you did she was this. ready. She you was did ready. not apologize, all right? So I'm not going to apologize for telling you to actually get your head in the game, and you didn't. So I had to trip your ass, and I had to get us in the game and win the game. Sorry, not sorry, as Demi Lovato would say. Yeah, I think he was pushing her to win. She did what she had to do to win, and I'm here for Charlotte not being apologetic. However, on top of that, I don't think Harry would be this much insistent, persistent, and annoying about wanting an apology from his wife. I think Harry's been very much the one to be like, I'm just going to leave this alone so I don't have to deal with her. Yes. So, yeah, it, it just did not translate I mean, to me. I, I don't know. They're 50, right? Like, you know, like, they're almost 60. Like, that's going to be my excuse for everything because it's almost, I hate to say this again, but it's almost as if the writers didn't even know these characters or understand who they were. So now we're getting hit with all these scenarios that they normally wouldn't do, right? Yeah. Like, they normally wouldn't behave like this, but, you know, they're almost 60, so. Yeah, I just thought it was right. <laughs> then in the same auction event, we have a Miranda and Carrie um, where Miranda's letting her know sex was bad, you know, that she tried. Which, by oh. the way, I don't think she tried. I don't think that was she trying. Didn't. I don't think there was any trying on her behalf, regardless of how she saw it. And I thought that was bullshit. It was. It was. I said the same thing. I was watching that, and I'm like, Miranda, please save your words. You are wasting precious airtime of the show to give us nonsense because he definitely tried. And he even said it. He even yeah. said it. Yeah, he, he definitely reached for her emotionally and was like, well, you know, let me, let me, you know, let's try this. Let's keep it going. She was like very much like, uh, no, moment's over. But while they're talking, Shade takes the stage at the auction to do her crappy jokes. And <laughs> Miranda sees her on the stage and she goes, oh, my God, that's Shay. And she yeah. swoons over to her. Over. I think thought this was a little creepy but then i don't i did i i knew like i said like i've been saying for episodes and episodes i knew where this was going i just thought it was a little cringy no it was i mean i'm sorry i i didn't care for it because instantly she's just like so captivated oh my god is that chay yeah i forgot to tell you she was here said carrie and all of a sudden in nanoseconds all you see is Miranda's outline because that is how fast, <laughs> that's how fast she skedaddled out of there and scene cut. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I thought that was again? crazy too. It, it, it was so fast cut because the moment that Miranda leaves from her side, Carrie kind of stumbles and sees Peter at the bar, the man that she went on the yes. date with. And she's kind of telling Anthony like, oh my God. That's him. Like you have to, you have to get him away from here. Like you have to make sure that he leaves. And it was, it was a lot in, in, into the scene. But I thought it was like so. I don't know. It was interesting to see how Miranda's eyes kind of glimmered when she saw Shay on there. Did they? Um, Jesus. So I'm assuming Peter is a part of the school or whatever. Well, he is a teacher, so he would be a part of this situation. And then from here, we see the Wexleys kind of arguing. Um, <laughs> they're like having a little spat next to the bathroom and it kind of reverses to when um charlotte and harry were arguing in the street now it's the wexley's arguing in the bathroom yes i'm arguing i thought it was cute yes and and you know it's so crazy because after the argument they actually say um 
great. Now they think we're that couple. And that's exactly what Harry and Charlotte. Yes, well, I'm telling you. That's Anthony exactly what Charlotte said to Harry. Anthony got it right. This is the black Charlotte. This that's is the black Charlotte. Black Charlotte. Yeah. And that I'm is the here. Black Charlotte. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Absolutely. Um, and I love it too because. <laughs> She was trying to get him to stay. Cause she's like, I'm no good at this. And, you know, I love you. And, and you know, you get a little bit of, you know, you realize that she's human, right? Our infamous LTW who's put on this mega pedestal. You know, you realize she's human. She's like, no, I can't do this. I suck. You know, and he was like, babe, you're not that bad. You know, and I think that sparked everything, the insecurity. So it was, it was, it was a nice moment to watch. I actually enjoyed that little fight. Yeah, I think they really wanted to add this on to make the comparisons for the couples. Yeah. I, like I, but like I said, I still don't think uh, Lisa would be the girl to bomb no. on stage. You know, I think she would have been a natural up there. But with all this, Miranda tries to leave after I'm um, kind of getting some some shade or or maybe being like ignored by Shay as she was trying to look at her. Oh, um, yeah. And Shay catches her before she leaves. And she's like, wait, 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 let me catch you real quick. I mean, am I the only one? And I hope our listeners are listening in and then they tweet us, you know, at Revirginize underscore FP. Yes. But am I the only one who literally thought, yes, Shay, ghost her. Ghost her. Pretend she's not there. Keep having your conversation. Ghost her and show oh, yeah. us what we really thought. That you did not care about her at all. Yeah. And, you know, you have better things your life. I would have been completely here for that. I would, the the way that Miranda walked into the that room where um, Shay was talking to some of the people at the event and she kind of like stared at her to kind of wait. You know, when you want somebody's attention so bad that you were like, you look, you decide to look stupid. Yeah. She was kind of like looking at her <laughs> and she was like, I'm just waiting for you to look back so that I can give you like a flirty look. But then Shay just kind of glances at her and is like, oh, I saw you, bitch. Now let me go no. back to the conversation. <laughs> Um, I thought it was, I thought I really wanted Shay to be like, okay, wave at her or something like, hey, yes, stranger, goodbye. But <laughs> Shay did run after her. I guess they're both interested in each other in different ways. I don't want to think that Shay has these strong feelings that Miranda no, has. I don't want to not. say that. I don't want to think that because it would put me in a, spa in a space where, okay, so now they're fueling the potential of this relationship. Yes. And that's not what I want. So and it doesn't. It, it wouldn't even flow well either. Yeah. Right? It really, like it wouldn't even it wouldn't even flow well. You didn't even no. DM her back. It would put us in a black hole. Carrie goes on auction and uh, Charlotte takes sympathy for her because no one's bidding. Everyone's like just looking, you know, she got introduced as a sex writer, as whatever. A sex that they writer. I have no idea. But Carrie um Bradshaw, the sex writer. Charlotte bids um for her to kind of like be friends about it. And then she bids on top of that <laughs> bid. And then Peter comes in to save the day and actually wins with his bid, which I thought it was like a like a, a light like a knight in shining armor type of scene. Yep. Uh, they had to throw that in there. But um it was cute. You know, he did it at the right time. And if this was his way of flirting, I think he did it right. It was, it was. And was it me? Or did you notice that when he first arrived to the bar, he had a, like a glass of champagne, but I think he put it back. I think he didn't oh. want another moment. Like, you know, we could, oh, we could dig into, I have a theory. I have that a could theory brewing. Oh, an after show theory. I'm going to save that for the after show. Yes, I'm, I'm here for that. But, that would have um, been interesting. Yes, I have, I have a little, you know, but, but yes, it was really, really, really adorable. He actually does win her and, and then, you know, you see them talking and I thought it was really interesting because he was just like, you know, we don't have to go on a date. We don't have to do all of that again. Right. He was like, very apologetic. Candace. He was, he was embarrassed. He was so embarrassed. 
and he wanted to save her from some embarrassment, but yeah. also like I don't think she's really feeling me, so I'm just gonna throw this out there like we don't have to do that. Even but, though okay, they... let me ask you this: Have you ever yeah. have you ever been out with a guy that you might have not been like completely interested, but you're like this is a good person. I'll just go out to just to hang out with yeah. this person. Yeah, a good person. I feel like that's what was going on, right? Yes, I think so because it, it goes back to you know Carrie's being forced into dating. She didn't yeah. really want to date, right? Like. The same way she's adamant about not having sex, the same way I really feel like she just wants to be filler. Like, hey, how are you? My name is Carrie. I write for a living, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything else to it. So, her her going into this is just to be nice, right? Like, I'm just gonna be nice. I'm gonna hear what you have to say. You seem like a nice person, but don't expect anything. Don't even expect the phone call. Don't even expect Ooh. to walk me home because I can get home by myself, right? Like, <laughs> it's just like banter for her. Yeah, I think I think it was a, a good way of like like settling like very casually into like, okay, well we fucked it up once. Let's kind of like do a redo <laughs> to fix it, but then it doesn't need to be anything serious. You know what I mean? Right. Like it just it is what it is. And I love where they said, uh, let's do this for the kids because they do have this day yes, and they, they have do. to fulfill for the charity. So it, it you know let's do it for the kids. It might as well. Might as well. I mean, do they really have to fulfill for the charity? Oh right? God, Who's gonna know? But no, no, no. Yes. Peter's gonna know anyway. <laughs> I, I thought it was really because you could tell. Not only is he apologetic, but he is interested in her, right? Like, yeah. and you know, you get to a point where you're older in life, you're lonely, you just want to vibe out with somebody. So. True. True. They Makes decided sense. to take one for the team. And after all of this craziness at the charity auction. Deep breath. Miranda and Shay are oh, in bed. They're having sex. And uh, there were words exchanged. Jay, uh, Jay, let me. Okay. So yeah, you're going to have to. You're going to have to because I'm not doing this. No, yeah. no. And I did say I was going to have to repeat it. And now <laughs> I can repeat everything with gusto because Miranda decides to throw like the own. It wasn't really a curveball, but it was just like. It was a she she first of all I I hate it I hate it <laughs> she's you, sitting yeah. there with Shane and she's just like I think I love you really 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 Bitch, really like can we throw the that like why away? would you what the fuck and and so here it goes again you guys are forcing the storyline where you want me to believe she is so miserable. Mm -mm -mm. That none of these things happened. We didn't watch her fall in love with Steve. We didn't watch the Brooklyn Bridge scene. And we're never gonna stop bringing up the Brooklyn Bridge. Ever. Never. We're gonna mention that every single chance ne that we get. First of all, first of all, especially because literally two hours ago I was rewatching the movie, and I was literally in awe again at this whole Brooklyn Bridge when she cried. She literally did not think. Hear me, guys. She did not think Steve was coming. And she was so hurt. And when she saw him, it was that much better. So yeah, no one forced sudden, her to go there. Yeah, and, and now that didn't happen. And you want me to believe that this magical passion came from a finger with someone she doesn't know, who not yeah. only, Jane, does she not know her, okay? Don't even know her. But she's in love with her houseway. Girl. How? Girl. Make that make sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. I think it's more. I think it's more of the writing of. We have been discussing how they have been forcing these millennial concepts into the show, right? And we have been talking about not just us here, Candace, but the fans also have been bringing up how much the show is pushing this. 
forced wokeness onto yes. the TR screens. And the problem with it is, I understand Cynthia Nixon, the actor who portrays Miranda, her lifestyle as a um, as an openly lesbian woman. And I get that that might be something that they're interested to incorporate into the show. Right. Absolutely. We would have been here for the conversation, the concept going through of course. A, a, a reawakening of, of a sexual, you know, a, a new life. But I just think that the way that they're going about it is not correct. It's not proper yes. to, the, to the original fabric of Sex and the City. And I don't think it's proper for who Miranda really is. Because it's not like we haven't had this conversation regarding Miranda before. So the fact that they're just sprinkling it on top of everything that we're watching in a way where it's a little bit careless or very careless, if I may say. Extremely. I think it leaves us in a place to, well, we're not going to agree with this. What else are you going to do about it? I agree with everything you said. Like, I honestly would have been so open if they wanted to do a different direction because in real life, that's exactly what happened to Cynthia Nixon. She was with a man for years, I mean, decades. Yeah. That is the father for children. And one day, which I always loved because with her, it wasn't about like a label. She literally said, you know, I woke up one day, she said, and I fell in love and it happened to be with a woman. Yes, Cynthia, I am here for that. You fell and that's, in love. Beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Your love is love, right? If you love it, I am here for you. But mm. there's an organic way to put it in the show yes. without rushing it, right? Because that could have easily happened between Miranda and Steve. Mm -hmm. Right, but they just—that's not what we're given. That's you know what? not at all what we're I seeing. I would have been—I would have been more forgiving if they would have cut Correct. from the ten years. It would have been like this is the realization that I've gone through in the last ten years, Correct. and I've been fighting against it. But this is what happens. But this, and that's very believable. Rush, that is so believable because there's so many people who that is their true story. I mean, to our fans listening, and they probably have a story just as similar, right? Where you're with someone, you know, or you're in the situation for so long before you realize. I might have been lying to myself. Yeah, right? and and I I can't necessarily empathize with how that may feel. I was born out of the closet, so I don't necessarily <laughs> understand how that how that switch you know plays into our lives. But with that, I still think that them copying and pasting Cynthia Nixon's experience into Miranda's experience, it's not translating on screen. So I think it's there not. would have been a lot of a rewriting, filtering, and kind of producing that needed to be done in order to get this for us to digest yeah. as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So I think I hopefully, uh, like we've been saying from day one, hopefully they'll catch this on. Hopefully they'll put a little bit more effort and work into it and we will get the actual storyline that we deserve. But yep. we are nearing the end of the episode and it closes out with Carrie arriving home and she rushes over to finish her book. And this is yes. where she sprinkles in the little um, glimmer of hope. Yeah. And I love it because I was hoping that she wouldn't like, for lack of a better word, but like succumb to her at her publisher. And like, I think her <laughs> publisher said it doesn't have to be anything long, but she did want something long. But I love how Carrie was just like, nope, I'm going to give you this little glimmer. Yeah. I'm going to keep it cute. And to me, that was like the opening of Carrie just opening herself up to the possibility of having fun. I don't mean yeah. that. I don't mean anything like that. But just getting back to some sense of normalcy, even if it means 
having fun, you know, going for a drink and enjoying someone's company. So you know what I, I thought the glimmer of hope she was referring to was I don't think she found chemistry with Peter. But I feel no. like the glimmer of hope she was talking to was I laughed. I was able yes. to go out on a date. I was able to meet somebody. I was able to get out of this rut and yes. actually put myself out there. I feel like that was the glimmer of hope that she was talking about. Yes. I, you know, I, I'm definitely going to agree with you there. You know, it wasn't about, it definitely wasn't the glimmer of hope because I'm dating, right? Yeah. Or like, because a man needs to make me feel happy after this yeah, tragedy. Correct. Definitely not. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's almost like the joke was on her editor, right? Because I think her editor in her head is like, go back to date, give girls the hope that someone's out there. And her is like, no, mm -mm. like Karen knew what she meant. Yeah. She, she knew what it meant for her. So, yeah. And with this, the episode closes. We have three episodes left. And I think I left all my hope in my drawer because at this point, I can't carry that thing around anymore. They're not giving us what we deserve. So we're just going to write it out for the next three episodes and see how this closes. No, that's it. I mean, everything is in God's hands, literally, because... Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell knows, but... Yeah, hopefully yeah. we'll get... Hopefully we'll get the ending that we... Yeah hoping for um but if, if we don't we will be back here shut up candace <laughs> even if we do not get the ending we deserve we will be back here with you for the next three weeks reviewing yes. the last three episodes of season one of and just like that this has been reverginized the fan podcast for hbo maxes and just like that thank you all for listening and we thank will catch you. you next week bye